to the Splash Assass Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live After Show. Quick side note first, though. <laughs> so on yesterday's show, I mentioned a hater that left a lovely review for me under the name Mommy Needs Wine. And again, sure, it's part of the game. It's to be expected. It's really not that big of a deal. If you're going to talk shit, expect to hear shit back. You know, I get it. <laughs> My whole thing was that it was the username Mommy Needs Wine. Like, why is somebody with a user... It was just weird to me that somebody with a username with Mommy in it. You know, like, if I need a Mommy to tear me to shreds, I have one. Thanks, lady. (laughs) That quota is filled. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. And the only reason I brought my dad into it yesterday was to show how weird it is. Like, why are you, why, why mommy to hating on people? That's just weird. Um, but you're also not wrong. Mommy needs wine. <laughs> you're not wrong that I did become a little less hinged than usual the last month for a multitude of reasons. However, it's time to get back to start having some fucking fun as I share my unsolicited unhinged opinions on my unofficial show. Starting with The Real Housewives of New York, The New Era. Okay, first impressions real quick. Bryn just stepped out of the Barbie movie. Uba, love her obsession with food. Jenna, love her in general, but has she talked like that her whole life? Or is this a Hilaria Baldwin thing? Someone from her high school, please confirm. Erin, she is Jennifer Aniston's body double. Jessel is the Charlotte York of the group. And Sai, I want to see her and Lisa Wu from RHOA together on an ultimate girls trip. Yes, oh my, it can be the Real Housewives ultimate girls trip for seasons edition. And do both former housewives that were on the first few seasons of any starting franchise mixed with girls who are currently on their very first few seasons, like the beginners with the OGs, you know, like Gina Keogh and Adrian Maloof mixed with some of the New York New Era girls and Assault Lake City, you know, like that. Oh my God, it would be epic. What else was epic was today's Jeff Lewis live show. So let's get right into it. July 19th, we had Paige Davis, we had Chris Hansen, and we had Shannon and Nate. Douglas. So Jeff starts asking, why would we have Paige and Chris together on the show? What's with the odd couple? Uh, not really, because they both have experiences with creepy predatory men. Those are Jeff's words, Jeff's words. But um, also, Jeff, did you mean what does <laughs> what does every female ever have in common with Chris Hansen? <laughs> Chris Hansen, yes, experiences with creepy predatory men. Mm-hmm. Yep, that. So Paige must get this a lot, but does anybody else feel like her voice kind of sounds like Demi Lovato? Paigey Lovato? Jeff says that all of Paige's friends are getting married except for her. What's the issue? What's the deal? What's going on, girl? 
spoken like a true fucking friend, Jeff. <laughs> oh my God. Um, to answer that question, what's the issue? Nothing. Paige is just spending too much time on these fools, but we'll get to that later. Now, Paige was talking about Chris Hansen's wife at one point. <laughs> and she mentioned that she's a 12, but when she said it, she was like, she's a 12th. And like, I just heard twaf really fast. And I was like, what the fuck is a twaf? Is that a new insult? Like twat plus oaf equals twaf? I just loved it so much. And then I realized she said 12 and I'm just a fool that can't hear. But yeah, I kind of want twaf to be a thing. So let's see what happens. And let's also see what happens in Paige's dating life. Because right now, <laughs> right now things aren't looking great. Preach, girl. Don't worry. We're all in the same wavelength. So for Paige, guy number one is Paris Man. He had older kids and Paige might have had the thought that, I mean, if it doesn't work out with him, maybe she could date one of his sons. Yeah. When and if they're of age, of course, I kind of forget how old they were. But it reminded me of Bryn from the new Real Housewives in New York. Her tagline is about dating dads. <laughs> Uh, I'm not even going to comment on that, but I did read in an article that she said she only recorded one tagline. And that's what I'm saying. Like Emily Simpson was on before and she was like, what the fuck? I recorded multiple and I wanted this one and I got stuck talking about tacos. Now my whole season is about tacos, which I mean, truly that's the perfect tagline. What, what the fuck else do we want in life besides tacos? Not much. But I do bet a bunch of these housewives want different taglines than what the producers ended up choosing for them. So I'm just saying, fucking genius on Bryn's part to be like, no, one and done. Even if it is about running her own daddy daycare. I don't know. So Paige's Paris guy. You know what? I wish that they, instead of Emily in Paris, they named it Paige in Paris. Doesn't that kind of roll off the tongue? Nice page in Paris. Um, except it would be more like Paige has rage in Paris if she ended up going at this point because things aren't looking too great with this guy. <laughs> oh, Paige, I love you so much. Okay, so this guy didn't sleep with her before his trip and opinions were flying rampant in the JLL studios. Like, is he being respectful? Is he gay? Is he an alien too scared to reveal his true self? Like he doesn't want to show off his alien dick. I don't What do they have? I don't know what they have. So do you, if you do, please let me know what. Yeah. Um, so Carrie Berkman, I wonder if Carrie Berkman has ever fucked an alien actually <laughs> besides Todd Lewis, of course, <laughs> of course, <laughs> Sorry, Todd. That was too easy. It was too easy. Um, but Carrie came in with her uh, live opinion. Love that. And texted <laughs> texted from the sidelines to Coach Jeff. And basically, she thinks that Paige's Paris guy would be more into Jeff's sculpted ass than into Paige's. As it, he's definitely gay, according to them. And speaking of Jeff's ass, we talked about it a lot this episode, and we did on yesterday's Splash's ass, but Jeff said something today how spinal surgery was the cause. I swear, I thought he got it just because it fell flat over time. I didn't know it was because of spinal surgery. Like, I didn't mean to talk shit about it, and 
call it mediocre. I don't even know. I've never seen it. Okay. So either way, he's adorable. And he also wants to help Paige find an adorable man and not one that, uh, what is it? Uh, dismi- avoid dismissively avoids her. Sure. And so he asked Paige to say her Insta handle in case there's any solicitors. And she goes at Paige Dov. Dov. Page Dave. I'm like, isn't it Page Dave? Page Dave. Because it's Page Davis. Obviously, so it's just Page Dav. Page Dave. What Page Dov? Are we now uh, Page Doll? I'm now European because I talked to a guy who's gonna eat, pray, and fuck all the Parisian pussy he can find. Allegedly, according to Jameson, that was his theory. So let's go on to Page's second guy, uh, Sober Ken. He's 59. And Paige said that he got sober when he was 21 or 22 years old or 84. I don't fucking know. It just turned into some weird math equation. But sober Ken, he he dismissively avoided Paige for sure. <laughs> it's not funny. That's rude. Um, but I love that Paige called him out. Like, yes, people like that need to be held accountable. Not that I haven't dismissively avoided people before. <laughs> it's always for good reason. So again, these guys must... Yeah, Paige, I... I, it, Yeah, we need to find you somebody else. But so she texted this guy and said, I'm sorry it ended like this. I just never thought that a six-year-old man would choose ghosting as his form of communication. And Jeff was like, uh, what the fuck? You should have waited more than two days before sending such a progressive text like that. <laughs> such a accountable text. And maybe he just has things going on in his life. You know, he can't get back to you. He's too busy going out and getting shit face every night. Oh, no, wait, he's fucking sober. What the fuck else is he doing? What do you mean, Jeff? No, if he's sober, he has plenty of time to do shit, okay? He's not wasting his life away like the rest of us on some summer margaritas by the pool. And yeah, no, he, Paige, you deserve better. So she did not want to share this part of the story that she told at the break. And Jeff was like, um, fuck that. Like, don't you know, we have an uncut version of this show playing every day, kind of in high demand. So now that we've said it, we're talking about it. We're talking about it. And now we've said it. Why is that so fucking fun to say from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Except it was said under horrid conditions. I do want to acknowledge that. I believe it was Camille saying it with a Taylor Armstrong domestic situation, but it was an iconic line. I'm just saying. And now I said it. So... Paige ends up having having to reveal that she did a drive-by to confirm this six-year-old man's living status, as in, is he dead or alive? Are you honestly that big of a dick? Still at 60? Are men still, you really can't figure it out by then? And just send a polite, hey, not interested. Like anything, anything. Send a gif. Send a gif. Send a in sync going bye, bye, bye. Like literally anything. But And so Paige is kind of right to do a drive-by, you know? Like, yeah, are you fucking dead, dude? But he wasn't. He wasn't. So... (laughs) Oh my God. So I'm just saying, get this girl a reality show. Okay. Like, am I right? Paige, she is just, she's reality TV gold in the waiting, in the waiting. 
Jen Green. Jen Green. Jen is Jeff's producer on Hollywood Houselift, and she wants to add too many layers onto Jeff's cake and just keep adding slices of his life and all of that onto his show. Again, I agree with Jeff, keep that more on the clients, and instead, Jen, do that, as well as producing Paige's reality show, and you can slice up her personal life, if she so chooses to oblige, you know. And um, I just, I think that would be a, a ratings gold but again, what the fuck do I know? So Chris knows a lot because he's seen a lot in 40 years in correspondence, corresponding with predators to lock them the fuck up. So Chris says he can smell bullshit and Paige's boys are full of bullshit. Bullshit boys. They are the bullshit boys. That needs to be a show or something. The bullshit boys. Come on. So Chris has 10 Emmys. He would know a thing or two about good shows. <laughs> Tell me, Chris, would you watch The Bullshit Boys? Maybe not, but you know we would all watch Paige's show. You know, send um Paige to Fr uh, Paris, Texas. That's a state. That's a Paris, Texas is a place. And Paige in Paris. There we go. <laughs> and it'll be like Sonia and Luann meets Emily in Paris. And it'll be Paige meets The Bachelorette. And Paige is trying to date cowboys in Paris, Texas. Paige in Paris. There we fucking go. All right, I feel better, like, just knowing that we created at least one idea for Paige. So, Chris, with his 10 Emmys, 10, th that's amazing, Chris. What's not amazing is that you have to fucking buy it. What the fuck? You have to pay for your Emmy. Like, they give a uh, one to the show, and then Chris can buy a copy of it if he so chooses. What the? I, no, sir, I do not so choose. I do not so <laughs> I choose to take a picture with it. Thanks. I just mentioned yesterday, get, remember that selfies are a thing. I know Miranda Lambert would disagree, but how about I just take a picture with a selfie, frame that shit. Perfect. Done. Or I'll, I don't even need to be in the picture. I'll just take a picture of the Emmy and then 3D print it. Fuck paying for your shit. Well, even if I was rich, I would still find a way to like swindle. <laughs> around things. Oh my God. You can call it cheap. I call it being resourceful. Cause why would I need more knickknacks laying around my house? You know, like fuck that knickknack paddy whack, get it for the fanny pack, knickknack paddy whack, Paris, Disney fanny pack. Say that 10 times fast. I swear that Jenny Poulos and I, we could write a fucking fire kids album for real produced by Jameson. Of course, I fully trust that everything in life comes full circle in a way. And I'm just fucking saying I cannot wait for the Jeff and Jenny reunion. That is when everything will feel right in the world again. You know when like the world just feels a little tilted, a little off ever since they got into their tiff. It, it's just not been the same. And Jeff has only gotten one Emmy nomination for his show. I'm telling you, yes, keep doing Hollywood Houselift, but... But on top of that, because Jeff can, he's, he can be a little mini Ryan Seacrest. He has time. He want, he loves working. So if Bravo really wants to get back to its heyday, 
Fucking cough up the dough. Pay for flipping out. As if we need any other show, okay? A Jeff, but it has to be Jeff and Jenny. And their reunion on that one season alone, 10 Emmys. 10 Emmys. Best actor, best supporting actor, best reality show, best scripted show. It wins it all. So Chris Hansen mentions Cameo. What are the chances that I bring up Cameo out of nowhere yesterday? And again, full circle, full circle. So Chris got a request from parents asking to come up with rules for their kids while they were on vacation. Something. I'm just saying that I'm telling you in the future, give it, I don't know, five years, one year, tomorrow, Chris Hansen will be a hologram that will now be walking. He'll be sitting on the couch talking to your kid for, he'll be parenting other people's kids in no time. Like your holograms will be babysitting for you. Or if you were like, when, <laughs> do you guys, do you guys remember when Shane Douglas first started and Jeff had to teach him about safe sex, even in his twenties, Jeff can teach adults about safe sex. You know, like you can hire hologram Jeff to come in and teach you about safe sex. It'll be great. So all the things that we really truly needed in life will eventually come true. (laughs) And I'm sure all of Chris Hansen's dreams came true in the very beginning of the episode of JLL when Jeff bestowed the official chump title onto him. He needs like a knighting ceremony, you know, except I feel like if Jeff had a sword, it (laughs) off with their heads for (laughs) everyone, especially the interns. But then we find out that Chris is sober. I don't know. Are there rules for that in the chump guideline in the chump handbook? Like, do you have to be able to keep up with the martinis? No, I know, Chris. I'm joking. They would never be so discriminatory. Jeff hates discriminating. He truly does. So <laughs> so you're officially, you're safe as a chump. Lucky you. Lucky <laughs> I love you guys. Okay, so Jeff asks if there's one specific car that predators drive more than others. And he was thinking Prius. What the fuck? Was everybody else like, what do you mean Prius? I thought you were going to say 2002 Hyundai Accord or whatever. Hyundai Acorn? Uh, High Nun driving an Acorn? Hyundai? uh, Whatever. Uh, no, isn't that a Honda Accord? Whatever car Jameson drives. Like, what? that was just such a missed opportunity. Like, what the fuck do you mean Prius? No, those are for, like, engineers that never made it to the next level in their career, you know? They're not the ones driving the Teslas, but they still want to be environment, so they're in the Prius. But other than that, yeah, no. I'm joking. For everyone driving a Prius, bless your soul that you at least care a bit. So, <laughs> so we end with... A story about Chris um, stinging a doctor recently. He, okay, so these are the questions that I need asked. If Chris runs a sting operation on a doctor and it it's successful, does that mean that Chris stung them? Like, does he stung, he successful, he stung the doctor? Is that a thing? Is that the terminology they use? These are the things I need to know. What I didn't need to know is that this doctor managed to find enough time to see 18 patients in one day and still send a dick pic to a fake 16-year-old girl. What the fuck? But Shane... (laughs) 
Shane, Shane goes, yeah, the doctor has time to do that. And Paige still can't manage to get a text back from, <laughs> from a sober fool. Oh, my God. Okay, again, Gus who? Gus who? No, I'm kidding. Gus, you're going to do great. But also, Shane, I know Jeff is trying to psych you out with him hiring new employees. You ain't got shit to worry about with the new assistant to the assistant starting at Chateau Lewis. Fuck that. Are you joking? No, that was a perfect fucking comeback and we loved it all. So come back tomorrow and hear more Jeff Lewis live recaps. Okay, I love you guys so fucking much. Have the best day ever. Bye. Splash, splash, splash. Splash, say.